listening to a five cast. Kings are coming at you live, but you'll hear us on tape delay. Today I have with me Theo and Joe and Anthony. All right, I'm Andre. Let's start it off with something a little different. Mm. So uh, we just finished playing a little uh, tabletop game. Yeah. Uh, called Boss Monster. So before we talk about that, I actually want to I want to, I want to do a little something here. Mm-hmm. I want you, the audience, our viewers, to let us know about some of the uh, tabletop games that you've been playing, or like, or anything about your tabletop favorites. Send us a message. Tabletop gamings are all the rage these days. All the rage. All the rage. I'm actually a tabletop noob. I played a few games with you guys, but um, still a virgin in this same thing scenario. Here. Woo. <laughs> All right. So, get us that information. We'll talk about it when you send it to us. Uh, and with that, Theo, what are you playing? Uh, this week has actually been really busy with working a few graphic design projects I have, so I didn't really get a chance to play anything. I've seen those than... projects. Ah, yeah. It's pretty good. Ah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I've just been playing Fireman Heroes on my commute to work. Nice. Trying to get all my... Four star and up heroes to level 20. Okay. <laughs> Jay's just like, don't talk about this game. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it for this week. I know, light. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty much a, a calm before the storm of next week. It's going to get a little busy. It's going to get really busy. So. Yeah. So um, I think I'm just like relaxing for right now until... I think it's called the Horizon Switch Zelda Storm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's pretty much it for me there's, this week. There's a wild storm on the horizon. That was a Joe level thing. I'll see myself out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll leave what me and Joe did on Tuesday up to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I actually want to talk about a game. Briefly, so um, I got home the other day from the doctor's office and I see a coupon for a video game on my Steam inventory mm-hmm. for a game called Rosenkraut's Dilette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did what any normal person would do and I bought the game. <laughs> oh, because I thought I was a normal person. I totally ignored it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> was it tradable? What? Was it tradable? The I, uh, no, I don't think so. I bought it. <laughs> okay. Uh and like it's a ten year old game. Oh what? It's a ten year old game. Oh wow. Direct Mega Man clone, like just straight up rip it off. Anime girls. Played it for about an hour. And I'm like, whatever, I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> was it good at least? It was okay. I I think uh it, it, it took every it takes everything that was really hard about Mega Man games and puts them in it's very it's very tropey for okay. both anime girl stories and Mega Man. <laughs> It's about magical girls and everything is in German. It's about Japanese girls speaking German with English subtitles. I'm like, everything, for some reason, it's like a law or something that if you practice magic in Japan, you have to speak German. It's like a law or something. You ever watch uh, Magica Madoka? No, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. They follow that law. (laughs) (laughs) So I went over Theo's house on uh, Tuesday with the... But the idea of playing, I was gonna, you know, sit down, and play some VR games, and give Neo a try. Mm-hmm. You know, I was getting my, gonna get my samurai kick in, right? Yep. So I get there, and we decide. He decides to put on Rurouni Kenshin, the second Rurouni Kenshin live action movie. Ugh. 
<laughs> I didn't know they had a live okay. action movie. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's I, I, pretty I got, good. The, I got yeah. the Blu-rays for my mm-hmm. birthday. My uh, sister sent it it's to me. It's actually pretty good? It's like really good, actually. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we sat down and watched that, and you started talking about how there's the character who's a police who policeman who is also a samurai. Mm-hmm. So I showed. Uh, no, wait. I, I make the off-handed yeah. joke about a, a samurai cop. Yes. And Joe, in his <laughs> infinite wisdom, knew that right there away was something called samurai cop. Right away, you know, because that's because that's what the people people want. They want the results, <laughs> and that's what we're going to give them. We're going to give them results. <laughs> I'm not really sure what this is resulting to, but <laughs> go ahead. Let's hear some results. So I showed Theo clips of a movie called Samurai Cop. Actually called Samurai Cop. Actually called Samurai Actually Cop. Actually so called Samurai Cop. And we watched Samurai Cop 1 and 2. Oh, my. I didn't get a chance to play Neo. Not at all. Not at all. Just and, and Joe didn't even know the second movie was out. I had no idea. I knew it was a Kickstarter for it. This is a movie that was released in 1991. Yes. By, um, written and directed by an Iranian director. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you hear the face palming from <laughs> This movie. Let Jesus. me preface this. This is the dumbest movie I've ever watched in my it's, entire it's, life. It's it's the leading guy is a guy by the name of uh, I believe his name is Matt Hammond. Yes, right. Like if you had a movie called Tarzan in Los Angeles, he would be your leading man. Yes, for absolutely. He's sure. a beastly Neanderthal of a man. Long hair, dead looking. It's like the whole movie is just dead behind the eyes. Mm-hmm. Dead behind the eyes. So this movie is so bad. <laughs> It's so, but it's amazing. It is endearing, <laughs> absolutely endearing. And like, so, all right. If if you guys want to know what the like basic, the, the thing everybody shows everybody when they want to see someone, they want to show somebody samurai cop, they show them the nurse scene. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna. Just, just go into it without any knowledge. Just go check out the samurai cop nurse scene, and that is. That movie, in a nutshell. Uh, and that's not even the best scene in the whole movie. It really is not. Because <laughs> the whole movie is just a cartoon show. Yeah. Um, damn, I, I, I had a thousand things to say about this movie. And now <laughs> I'm just becoming more stupid just thinking about it. <laughs> so it's, a, it's, your, it's your basic buddy cop movie with this, you know, typical Los Angeles... You know, vapid, just doofy guy who, uh, you know, speaks fluent Japanese. <laughs> As they all want to say in the movie. Yeah. Theo, what does katana mean? It means Japanese sword. Thank you. That was the extent of his Japanese knowledge. <laughs> Sounds fluent to me. <laughs> Seems legit. <laughs> he's, he's pretty legit. There's no samurai action in this movie. Not one bit, except not, kind of at the end. Not, not even really. Yeah. No. It's just a base, basically a bunch of people just shooting at each other. The henchmen in this movie are like ridiculously stupid because they will they will come out guns a blazing, no cover, saying "Stop, let him go." <laughs> just get shot all over the place. So if everybody's stupid, talk about the smartest character in the movie, which is also the best character. The best character in this movie, and I'm convinced, is just your tether to reality because this guy. 
I think, is just having fun with, like, a Groundhog Day loop. He's just stuck in this movie forever. <laughs> this this character called Frank, named Frank Washington, mm-hmm. who is the true hero of this movie. 100%. 100%. Just absolutely just ran away with this movie. Yeah. <laughs> just runs away. He's the most endearing, effective cop in a buddy cop movie I've ever seen. There are people coming out with, like, swords and starting fist fights. This dude's just pulling his gun, just shooting. No right in the chest. Just, right away. Yep. Fuck this fight. <laughs> this is part of this movie where... You can't fight him. He has a sword. Like, this dude is, like, sneaking up behind. He's trying to look all stealthy. And, like, Frank is just looking at him like this, like, <laughs> dead look in his eyes. Like, like, really? It's just watching it happen. And then, like, he's just... <laughs> just the gun. And the camera rests on him for at least like 10 seconds. Yeah, it just 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 stops. Can we talk about the lion for a second? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, sure. There's a scene in this movie where where Samurai Cop goes to meet future girlfriend. Oh, he fucks everybody in this movie. Fucks by everybody. The way. Keep it warm. <laughs> So there's a scene where he goes to meet future girlfriend and a insanely awkward conversation has about birthdays in church. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the director decided that he wanted this really weird looking plush plush lion, lion yeah. head. Not even a real like not even a real looking lion. It's just like something somebody made in fifth grade art class. <laughs> Of that quality. Yeah. And it was just the main focus of the shot. Yeah. In every every part of this scene. I'll be honest with you. I don't even know what they were talking about then. I have no idea. I was just looking at this like, why is this this the center of this shot right now? (laughs) Then there's there's a scene where like, like, I'll get these guys and this dude has a bat and he's waving it around like a lightsaber (laughs) like an idiot. This movie. Go watch this movie. Guys, find it. Yeah. It's dumb, <laughs> but it's it'll be worth your time. We're Frank, gonna watch it after this. Frank, no, we're not. <laughs> Frank Washington is the best character in any buddy cop movie you've ever seen. So, uh, no games. Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's this has been a nice edition of Mystery Science Theater forty two hundred five. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what that's what the people want. They want the results. <laughs> we're gonna give them the results. Bingo. Why, why does he kiss the chief? I don't know. <laughs> There's so much random things in this movie. It's it, it defies comprehension. The sequel isn't as good. It's fun though. This the sequel isn't as good is because it it's not as poorly made as the first one. Yeah. <laughs> they tried. They tried. They really did. Alright. <laughs> uh Anthony, can do you have any games? That, um like actual games? I I mean I also played Final Fantasy. Fourteen. I didn't have as much fun as Theo and Joe did. No, we did not. Their like, movie. We had more fun this week watching a really <laughs> idiotic movie than I've ever had playing any video game ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> it was like we're watching this now. I'm like, what do I want to play? Like now, we're watching this now. Yeah, yeah. I played Final Fantasy fourteen. That was about it. No Neo this week. No, because I was trying to level up uh, my character real okay. quick. I'll play Neo tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll switch it switch it up this week. Alright. Friday will be a Neo Neo day. Alright, well, I mean, I basically played the same stuff. 
Yeah. Okay, Neil, uh, do you have any movies? Do you have any movies about samurai? No, I don't watch movies. <laughs> I, I spend my free time playing video games, just not new ones. I play Dragon Quest Eight and Final Fantasy Fourteen, so nothing has changed. I was actually hoping for Fire Emblem Heroes. I I turned it on for about five seconds. Uh-huh. I got a couple heroes, and then I said, "This is dumb," and I okay. turned it off. Alright, that's fair. <laughs> so it's kind of a dumb game. This is dumb, uh, but I'm sure if I gave it a chance, I would actually like it. So, would, are you just scared to give it a chance? Probably. I, I, I re- I'm already playing a game that I was scared to give a chance to. Ah, true. So I can't do that for multiple games. But you're tethered to a tablet with that one, so you're kind of limited to how much you can play it. Right, and I certainly don't take my tablet out anywhere. Yeah, so it'll be fine. It's not like me with my phone. Is like oh, I got five minutes to spare. Yeah, if it was my phone, I might play it more. But I refuse to put it on my phone because I cherish my battery. You put it on your phone. So you want you guys want to talk about Boss Monsters since that's a game that we actually played? We can talk about that. So this game was released in 2013. It's a card game. Oh, is that old? It's, yeah. Wow, 22 oh. years after Samurai Cop. <laughs> oh, God. I like the fact you're quick on your feet with the math, Joe. <laughs> it's a math guy over here. Uh, what do you guys think about it? I liked it a lot. We um, we played a game before uh, Panda Strike, I think is the name. Uh, I really forgot one of the, one of David Serlin's panda based games. Yeah, oh, Yomi. That I think that might have been it. And I I played it with you guys before, and it it was cool, but it was just way too complicated. Like, but when Dre was explaining the rules for this one, I was like, oh, this seems pretty. Yeah. Simple. I get the feeling you were expecting a lot more complicated things. In because because you have like you have like questioning the rules a lot. Oh well, yeah, but like you're expecting something to be more complex. complicated yeah. than it really was. But um, I enjoyed it a lot. It's basically a a, a mishmash of um, Deception, the PS3 game, I think it is. Originally on the PS1. Uh, well, yeah, one. the the I think Deception Four was a, the first time I've ever known about that series, and uh, Rogue Legacy. You're basically going through the rooms. You're the boss. You're the evil boss of this yep. of this game. And you're going through the rooms. Well, the heroes are trying to go through the rooms, trying to um, beat the bosses. But it's your task to now build a dungeon or a maze to now kill the heroes before they come and strike you. Yep. So Good description. Yeah. So uh, Joe got beat by the bad randomizer. Oh my god! <laughs> Just really bad draws. I I kind of blew my spell hand right off the bat trying to turn one. Turn one. <laughs> it was it was good though. <laughs> trying to fuck with Ant. Oh, well, I was trying to go one for one with him. Yeah, it was you know? exciting. Yeah, but then that costed you. Well, I never drew another spell for the rest of the game, <laughs> and it, I don't think it really mattered at all because I <laughs> the cards that I have. Like the spells that I had in my hand didn't really do anything. Okay, but I later drew a card that like I could have kept drawing spells if I just held on to one. Mm-hmm. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so learning process. It, I thought it was pretty cool. I don't play many tabletop games. Mm-hmm. So what actually what defines a tabletop? Like, like what isn't every game tabletop kind of? Video um, games are certainly not tabletop. I mean, <laughs> well, they're vi- tabletop games are kind of defined by being low tech. No, I mean, like, um, for example, would you consider, like, Monopoly tabletop? Yeah, yes. absolutely. So, okay, so, I don't know. I, I guess I played my share of tabletop games, I guess. I guess. I, I think people more think of that as a board game, though. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, it, I, I think, for me, tabletop means, like, 
not complex rules, but more. I consider board games to be tabletop games. I mean, that's true. I mean, they can't. They are table. They're just what we consider board games are just the most successful tabletop games. Yeah. So like okay. chess, checkers, stuff like that. I guess. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, it's just are you playing it on a table? <laughs> I mean, a tabletop <laughs> weapon. If you're under the table, are you playing? Well, like I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you got me there. Yeah. Um, it was cool though. I would like to definitely like to play it again. I'm pretty sure there's a lot more cards in that set that didn't see. Yeah, I'd like to play the expansion. Yeah, plus the expansion cards are really cool. Yeah, I think I'm actually gonna uh, buy this set for me and my fiance. I'm gonna see how it works with two people. But we usually have people all the time over at yeah, our so place. So you'll be so. good then. Yeah. Apparently, you have everybody over but me. Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> I was actually gonna text you that day to come over, but you get out late. I mean, I was, and you hate queens. I don't really, forget. I really don't forget do that. Queens, all right. But I would go if I was invited. But I'm, clearly, oh, I'm not. Right. I'm not welcome. At the, at the man, I was never Theodore invited, but I like one day business. I'm just like I'm coming over. He did say that, yeah. and he came over. Sometimes was, you just got to take initiative, man. <laughs> you know, I was brought up to not invite yourself to other people's houses. You know, considered rude. He's saying you're uncool. <laughs> well, well, I did. I did ask. <laughs> well, I got invited, so mm. he gets out early. All right, mm-hmm. <laughs> next week you're over at my place, man. I guess <laughs> mm, whatever. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of feeling a little hurt by this. Wow. A little hurt, I, I must say. Listen, you won, the, you won the tabletop game. You should be good. Yeah. Theo will keep it warm for you. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I like this game. Uh, I had done a little bit of research on it beforehand, mm-hmm. and it was on my radar. And I was thinking of stuff that I could get uh, for WrestleMania. Because I usually have a lot of people over for WrestleMania, yeah. and about half the people I have over don't watch the event. Including myself. Uh, <laughs> and they're usually playing some sort of random game like Zombies or... Pandemic or something like that. Some, some random game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I figured I would get this before WrestleMania and try it out at the very least to see if it was any good or not. And it's pretty cool. I like it a lot. I somehow ended up with a blue deck. Yep. Because you're a cheater. I, I, wonder, I, think, I, think, I think it worked out that way. Cheater. <laughs> Look, the cards know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And Magic doesn't let me do what I want to do. So this game <laughs> came in and said, we're going to let you do what you I, want. I'm the one that ended up with the aggro deck in the EDH game. <laughs> <laughs> well, judging from why you quit Magic, this is a, a nice reminder of exactly what happened to me. Yeah, It's just going to do... <laughs> what you want to do in magic, which is get screwed. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's what you want to do in magic. <laughs> it's kind of like, kind of like my life as an astrologian in Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Never draw the cards you want. <laughs> you need to stop playing things with cards. Yeah, you have the worst. Like time. I went actively went after this class too. <laughs> ah. uh, Anthony ended up with the stereotypical black deck of every single one of his cards, asking to discard somebody else's card. Yep. Hey, it's fun. Listen, it's either red or black. <laughs> okay. I didn't know what deck I had. You had this... He had this... Theo had this setup where he had a card <laughs> that says if I'm... Once per turn, if a hero dies in this room, you may draw a room card. Mm-hmm. So he had resource replenishment. His was the green deck. Right. Okay. And he had three of that card. <laughs> back and to back those to back. rooms were all set up in a row. 
and he just had these nice parade of heroes that would just walk in <laughs> and, and die, die in each progressive die. room. And he, had, just he, he had quick resources, big monsters. He was the green deck. Green deck. Oh wow! Go. Look at that. I was. I had fast and sputtered out really quickly. I That's had the red, it, deck. red deck. Okay, good job. <laughs> we have converted this game into magic. Yeah. So now, if you play magic, you understand what happened. <laughs> It was fun though. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I kind of wish you can. Well, the bosses have a, a, a level up ability which can activate once you get five rooms in the dungeon, and I just wish you could activate it more than once. You know, I don't know if like the le- I like the level up mechanic. I would like the bosses to have a more active role in mm-hmm. uh, in the gameplay itself. Mm-hmm. But you know, at least we got something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could see that they there it's it's a one time passive buff. Yeah, uh, I I feel like it just sputters out too quickly early game, and it'll be very interesting, you know, late game. But I, I don't know what that would do to the the, you know, who knows? I, and, certainly the the boss I got. Yeah, you don't want that to be some sort of repeatable ability, because <laughs> that was draw three discard one. That's a pretty good card. Yeah. So, well, boss monster. Uh, for the most part, I think we can say we'd recommend it if you want to try it out. Yeah. And, you know, not a lot of games let you play the bad guy. So, yeah, it's nice. Uh, you mentioned Tecmo's Deception. Quick little piece of trivia about mm-hmm. that. Do you know how many memory card slots the first game took up? And PS1 memory card. I do not. 15. I'm sorry, what? 1-5. Do you know how many how memory card me- slots are on a, mem- a PS1 memory card? Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> what was it? Two fifty-six megabytes or something you like that. Needed, That's exactly what it was. You need to be very much dedicated to this game. I'm sorry. If so you wanted to play it. <laughs> so it has its own memory card. Yeah. Yes, you needed to get your own memory card for it. Huh. Okay. So, man, don't miss those days. <laughs> nope. Thank you for going away from memory no, blocks. No, I. It's some. There's something about memory cards. I was actually playing my PS2. Well, not playing. I hooked it up the other day to see if my um, hack still works for it. My region lock, region unlocking hack works for it. And uh, I was going through the memory card. And it's kind of memories. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the... I, I kind of did like the safe blocks. They were kind yeah. cute. And, you know, I did appreciate the bigger memory cards mm-hmm. with the larger size that I wish usually... Worked with more reliability. <laughs> Just hit it on your knee. Yeah. I've never had a memory card fail on me. me You've neither. obviously never had an N64 memory card. Ah. Uh, so I'm talking about PlayStation <laughs> oh, memory cards. Ugh. Those are the worst. <laughs> well, I, I've washed my PlayStation memory card about four times and it still works. <laughs> Ugh. I do not miss memory cards. I don't miss them, but it's eh. With the N64 memory cards, the games had a built-in save also, right? Some of them games? Yeah. Most of them did. It was kind of superfluous, but it was really useful to us when we were playing wrestling yeah. so that I could take Joe's television title and make it my own. <laughs> we'll be back with yeah. some news. All right. So we've had a couple of instances in history of... Uh, Sony deciding, hey, you know what? Nintendo's got a good idea. Let's let's try to get up on it. It, it, it worked for them a few times with the PlayStation. 
Uh, well, they're hoping it's going to work for them with the Switch because they've decided that they're going to put out a little something, throw a little patent, and this patent diagram kind of looks very Switch-like. So wait, their idea is to have the PS4 mirror to this item? Potentially. Who knows? Oh, It's just a patent. When, when patents roll out, nobody really knows what's oh, going on. If only on. they did that before. If only. Huh. They can actually call it... Uh, Maybe, I don't know, this might be crazy. A Vita? <laughs> they already have something called a Vita. Oh, shit. I forgot, because nobody else remembers. Well, you know, the it did have its birthday recently, right? <laughs> yeah. It's um its second birthday, because remember, there were was launch <laughs> consoles. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, they did, somebody did this before with the Move. Yeah. Like, seeing what the, the Microsoft was doing with the Kinect. And say we're going to make our own move technology, and of course, obviously they were both trying to copy from the Wiimote in some mm-hmm. way, right. shape, or form. Yeah, I mean they they had a little bit extra stuff though with certain games. The move, yeah, by it's like just what's in the actual system itself is way better than anything that Nintendo had, but they just didn't. Use it, it. No, Sony never knows how to market this stuff. Yeah. I think they just make it just to say, hey, we could do this too, guys. Yeah, and then quickly forget about it. Because nobody, because they realize that they, they're just core gaming market just probably just... Doesn't care. Not yeah, interested. That's actually why I'm scared about the PSVR. The <laughs> PSVR works really well. It yeah. works ex- ex- exceedingly well. I can't remember the is. last game I bought for it. Yeah. I can't believe, remember the last game that was like actually released for it. So, hmm. Yeah, well, like you, you did say, VR wasn't going to last very long as a format. Yeah, uh, and it's not really looking that good, honestly, right no, now. No, I mean, there's some, there's some cool stuff you can do with it. Uh, not really a, a news article that I was intending to talk about, but uh, Valve said that they were going to make three VR games. So three None VR of them... games, three VR services. Or actual games. <laughs> Services. No, they said they're going to make three VR games. And Portal, you know, Portal 3, Team Fortress 3, Half-Life 3. Shut and up. you know, <laughs> when you say three in Valve. <laughs> you got to do some math also, but yeah. Half-Life. You got it. We're never getting that game. All right, you're right. And if we're getting it, it's, it, it's going to be in VR. Yeah, so. I don't know. <laughs> Dota 2 VR support. <laughs> oh, man. Um. I don't see what Sony's incentive is to do this because, as I've like flippantly said before, they've done this with the Vita and the the role, role play works decently well. Feels like it's get, it gets worse year by year. <laughs> um, it's a lot better on the Pro. Oh, I will, I will say that because it has unlike uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, burn! I didn't even download that patch. How disappointed I was! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> make they made sure it worse. Make sure your game is never connected to the oh internet. Oh my god! Can't believe they made that game worse. Ugh. Uh, so yeah, I'm, like I said, I think Sony just does these things sometimes just to prove that they can do it, mm-hmm. not necessarily to care if they make any money out of it. Just to say, hey, come on, we got tech too. So yeah, they're nothing special. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we don't have Zelda, but we get stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. We got Horizon. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Close enough, I guess. I'm sure I, some people are interested in that. 
Wow. A couple people. I heard the reviews was like kind of tepid. Yeah, know. like nines and yeah, nines. A few tens I saw. Yeah. Yeah. What is that though? Who knows? I'm never going to play. Is nothing it. but a one with a zero next to it. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so we got a whole bunch of random Switch leaks uh, last week, mm-hmm. and it turns out Nintendo said, "Hey, some dude just swiped these off the truck. We got some some hot Switch systems out in the wild. And those, brazenly... those responsible have been sacked. And... <laughs> <laughs> and he brazenly made videos about this." <laughs> Don't hide wow. the, don't hide the serial number either. Shit. That's how they caught these people. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't actually. I actually didn't know about that. I thought they just kind of tracked yeah, it back. So yeah, those responsible have actually been sacked. <laughs> uh, Get your system and just play it, man. You know, people what? people want to like show it off. Like, look what I can do. Let me give me all the YouTube hits. You know, you, maybe we should go out. Right. And, maybe we should go out and steal stuff. No. Nope. <laughs> you guys remember uh, Goodfellas? Yeah. So after they do the the big hit, uh, let's see, I, it's been a long time since I watched the movie, so I forgot the characters' names. Mm-hmm. But the the guy Ray Liotta's character, yeah, he was like, "Yo, listen, we just did this. I don't want none of y'all spending any of this money. Just lay low, chill out." And then uh, was it was it Danny DeVito's character? Danny DeVito was not in Goodfellas. Do you mean Joe Pesci? Sorry. Okay. Yes. Totally different person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pesci. Did he? Was it him who went and just got went and bought a new car and everything? And everything. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I've seen the movie in a long time either. But when yeah. when you when you when you pull off a heist, just lay low. Lay low. Live your, li- live, you live your life the way you've been living it before. Don't broadcast it to everybody. Yeah. There's no need for that. God. They would have never caught the guy. He'd have been playing. His- Wait. Did he have Zelda? <laughs> Who knows? Okay, well, that's probably why he did it. He didn't have. He was bored. He had nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, show off the tech. <laughs> like Sony. <laughs> <laughs> he used more um, illicit means, but yeah. <laughs> with uh, with all of the review embargoes and and such that Nintendo put out, like some companies only have Zelda right now to even look at. Uh, I think they. I, I think every company only has Zelda. Right. Yeah. The. The idea that this guy could have done something a little bit dangerous to Nintendo's interests were really high up. They made sure they got this guy. Which, you you know, you can't wrong Nintendo. Yep. Because a lot of people could have canceled their pre-orders by watching, like, oh, shit, that's very bare-bones system. And um, the Switch on day one will have a day one patch. So, yep. Because you you have been flip flopping worse than a pair of sandals on the switch since uh, every every new piece of information. Uh, yeah, this this wasn't really a news topic, but I I recently found out today. It's not one hundred percent confirmed, but it doesn't have Bluetooth support, which, which we thought it did. Which I thought it did. Which means like you can't use Bluetooth headphones. So the controllers connect how like infrared By, via Bluetooth. Well, does your phone have Bluetooth? Because you use the use the app with your phone, right, for that kind of stuff. What for party chat? But yeah. to listen to the game's audio, oh, if you want to use Bluetooth headphones yes. or something, yeah. Which um, what kind of what what doesn't have Bluetooth support it, and, these and days? The Nintendo 3ds, <laughs> and that's actually why I dislike bringing my 3ds out because I don't like wearing wires on the subway. It's really obnoxious. It's, it's annoying. Every time I decide that I need to get out of a, a subway car, I have to disconnect yeah. it. Just disconnect it because somebody's going to get in my way and my headphones mm-hmm. are going to get caught on somebody. Your thing is going to fall. It's going to fall out. It's going to be dirty on the ground and I can't put it back into my ears until I disinfect it. 
It's, the one of the rubbers from the ears will probably get lost. Mm-hmm. It, it's super annoying. So when I found that out, I was like actually very disappointed about that. So, yeah. Well, I'm still getting it. Damn. I'm undeterred. Even I mean, even though apparently you also can't use the controller very well because of <laughs> unsafe. There's some hardware issues right now. Apparently, know, but... apparently uh, what was it? Um, Game Explained did a video addressing this issue specifically. Mm-hmm. Um showed a video with the left Joy-Con. The light was cu- was light was on so it wasn't desyncing or anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. He went to a, the calibration mode, rotated the analog stick, and it was rotating perfectly without any problems. As his hand got closer and closer to covering the Joy-Con controller, uh, it started getting more and more jumpy and less and less responsive. So if I hold but the that, controller, yeah, <laughs> I might have disconnected. Well, I think it's just obstructions in general because he put it behind his back and the same thing was happening. Hmm. So, I and think this is who, a motion controller, correct? Yeah. Hmm. But it wasn't. It wasn't desyncing because that light was never going off. It's just so, um, the kind of lag. Who knows? It, I have no it's idea. It's just loss of. The, are you sure it's using Bluetooth and not infrared? I read somewhere that it's using Bluetooth because that seems like it's using infrared. If it if it's losing sync because. Or getting uh, its signal lost because mm-hmm. there's objects in front of it. There's a Bluetooth signal in the actual switch. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether or not they're what gonna, it's really uh, used for. Yeah, if they're going to patch in Bluetooth support. I, I don't see them doing that personally. I mean, it would make sense, though, no? Well, there's a lot of things that would make sense <laughs> that we questioned about why Nintendo has or has not done it. Why release this console now <laughs> is one of the biggest ones. Why, why make a movie about samurais and... Make your guy. Okay. Make your main actor. So let me ask. So for like the the Wii U and the Wii system had the sensor bar, right? Yes. Yeah. So maybe the the dock or the system itself has that kind of sensor bar. No. Uh, one of the Joy Cons have has a um a sensor. I don't know if it's infrared, but it has a sensor for you to be able to tell you know the shapes of items and stuff like that, and also be theoretically be able to use as a pointer. Because when you put the the switch into dock mode, you kind of don't have access to you know point on the screen like how you do with like a Wii Mote. So I, I heard these issues were not happening with the Pro Controller, and, and that's why you can't find one. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy bucks. I don't. You know what? You know it what? sucks. But anything. Seventy dollars like. for a controller. I. I can't justify that. It's getting there. Every other system's controllers are sixty dollars. Xbox has a sixty-five dollar commercial. But uh, you can always buy it, find it for forty, and it has a headphone jack. This controller does not have a headphone jack. <laughs> this, oh my god, seventy dollars for a stupid controller! I'm not paying seventy dollars for that controller. I don't think it should have been that expensive. No, yeah. I agree. It shouldn't be that expensive, especially if it's, it's like a, not Bluetooth. It's still a day one purchase for me. I, I'm I getting it when it's cheaper. Says. I'm not buying that for seventy dollars. Like next four years from now, when I they release so. it again. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo Switch up. <laughs> That's what they'll call it. Mark my words. The, the calling Switch it, up. Calling it yes. I'm calling it right now. February twenty third, two thousand and seventeen. The Nintendo Switch up will, will be, be the, the upgrade for the, the system. New version. Yes. Okay. That's not bad. It's a pretty good name. <laughs> I have to say. I don't think it's a good name. It's just what the name. It's just the, name the name will Nintendo will give it. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, well, speaking on the Switch, we are pretty close to it, so there is random Switch news around. Uh, another 
negative in the in the in the side of the switch i'm still getting it guys <laughs> zelda no virtual console will be on the system at launch um makes sense i i'm i'm not surprised but still a little disappointed about this because it just further shows that they shouldn't release this console right now i Man, Capcom, uh, Nintendo is really screwing up here. <laughs> did you, did you really that doesn't that? sound like that much of a Freudian slip, was it? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, look how long it took them to do that with the, the with Wii, the Wii, Wii yeah. with the Wii U, with the 3DS. Get your shit together. It's uh, this seems to be their mo. Is it's that's just how they do the business, and when they do bring out the virtual console, it'll have three games on it. Make sure you buy this Mario game that we've sold you 84 times for and, and $15. There, Why? there is some heavy hintings at GameCube. Yeah, that's support for it, though. Which it, will be fine, but there's not much on GameCube that I want to play anyway. Eh, I, I'm not upset about this because I don't... Honestly, I don't really care about playing old games. Yeah. Like, once in a blue moon, I'll be like, oh, that's neat. I'll, I'll probably buy that. I'll have this on the go. <laughs> it just means we'll see Melee at Evo even more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? They, yeah, they released them console early. But what's making money for them at the moment? The 3DS. Is, oh, is you know what? Maybe not even the 3DS. It, I don't. Even, I could be wrong, but I don't even think it's selling. Like, like what major titles are really out for right now? Apparently, the 3DS is in low stock in most I, places. I, I, yeah, I remember reading I mean, about that. You know what it is? In the same breath, it's the only handheld. Uh, the 3DS. Yeah, so that can be a factor for yeah. it. That's, it's a more of a factor than it's saying that. Oh well, these games are out for it. I really, I really think they wanted this out before the the end of their fiscal year. When is the fiscal year? I, most likely March. I also think that they just wanted it out as soon as possible, just to, to try the Wii to U? yes, try to get out from underneath it. Yeah, get rid of the Wii U, and then it's like you have your both. You're pretty much coming. It's coming out with Zelda. Like yeah, why? Because, why not? Yeah, they can't theoretically. Release the Wii U version of Zelda, and then later down the line, yeah, the, the, then they're gonna lose a lot. So, yeah. uh, and they know people are gonna buy the Switch. Yeah, two people at this table is buying Switches because of Zelda. I mean, people buy Nintendo stuff no matter what. Yeah. Yep. You bought a Wii. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a special case, but still. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's you it's, have a Wii in your house too. I had a Wii for like a month. All right. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a long time. It's not that long. It really isn't. I've I've had two games on it. Like literally two Most games. Most people did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the two games that people had on it. That's the funny part. Mm. No more heroes one and two? It's Wow. Nobody <laughs> wants that. I had Travis Touchdown can go away. Had Brawl and that Naruto Clash of Ninja. So you had one of the two games that everybody had. Yeah. And they have no Mario Kart, no party. What was the Mario Adventure game for that time? Uh, Galaxy. I didn't have that. I mean, look look at this bit. Bring it out now. Let's patch it later. Add things to it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess. That, that's the uh, that's the way people do things these days. It, yeah. it is. Let's yeah. make Castle. And you know what? We can, we can afford to release broken things because we can fix them. And not for nothing, console launches has always sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Not many good ones. Yeah. I count them on one hand. And even then, I still have four fingers available. <laughs> GBA? <laughs> That's it. Okay. Uh, so, next order of business here. Uh, there is a game recently found, Super Nintendo, uh, 
game re- that was recently found the code of it. Yes. Uh, what's this game called? Thunder. Quick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick the Thunder Rabbit. Great name. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick spelled Q U I K. In in case you were wondering, mm-hmm. which looks like it was to be the some ridiculous mascot game. Uh, this game was never released, and yet there was a source code that was found. It's actually a, a unreleased remake, a, a release, unreleased sequel to an Amiga title. Yeah, yeah. And some random guy wandered into it and refused to release it. And so this person is the only person who has it. He eventually does he, release it he with refused to release the code. Right. Yes. With uh, edits mm-hmm. to the game. Basically, what a new splash screen when the game starts up, yes. just to show that he found it. Mm-hmm. He made alterations or edited whatever he needs to do. What a guy! Mm-hmm. Stand up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not sure what his angle is. Uh, if he thinks he's going to get money off of holding the code mm-hmm. of this game, uh, but he very well could. This is this is interesting because as as we look back at what we talked about with this guy who lost his. Uh, his his games mm-hmm. that was being delivered to him. We talked about it last week. Uh, this guy, this guy was trying to copy original codes of the game to prevent things like this from happening. Yes, and we see here that hey, these things actually do happen. Now, how funny, ironic how, how these works, things right? work <laughs> so so hand in hand together. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? A pretty dick move. It, it, it might not sound like a big thing, but it's basically the equivalent of finding like a, a, a famous painting by Picasso or something like that. And putting now, your name, put your stamp name, on yeah. it. Like, like yeah. I didn't do it, but Douche McNozzle presents the Mona Lisa. <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. It's like no. Throw some glasses on her. Yeah. <laughs> like, it didn't really look the way I wanted it yeah. to. So I, I edited it just a bit. A slight edit. Yeah. Which you know, at the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really hurt anybody. But in in when you're trying to preserve video games, like... I mean, the idea of preserving history is important. Absolutely. No matter you know, how minuscule some people might think it is. Uh, like if, you, if you look at some of the early movies, mm-hmm. if you say you want to watch the original version of Casablanca... You don't expect to see some random watermark on the bottom of the film. What was it? Who, I, someone told me recently something about silent films. Uh-huh. Said 90% of silent films are just lost to history. Mm-hmm. Something along the lines of that number. It's I think sad. it was ninety percent. And and as an artist myself, like you can use a lot of you know inspirations from films and other things, and that's just lost to time. Yeah, uh, I mean, like we should we should make we should make efforts to preserve Samurai Cop as soon as we can. I'm like, I, that I, can get lost to time. I actually bought the Blu-ray, so <laughs> that's happening. But is the original? Are there edits? I don't know. Yeah, we'll Listen, never know. When I come over Wednesday. We ain't watching it, right? <laughs> You're watching that. Let's, let's say that now. Listen, the, the, we got to give the people the results. That's what they're going to give them. We're going to give them the results. I don't want results. <laughs> but this guy obviously thinks that, you know, it isn't harmless, but... If he eventually releases it, it it, it is, in the end, going to be harmless. But there's no guarantee he'll eventually release it. But let's say, God forbid, he gets hit by a car tomorrow and he's dead. Who's going to release it? I mean, obviously, now that people know it's a thing, yeah. maybe somebody will say, okay, let's release it. But mm-hmm. what if we were in a situation where he, he stumbles upon the code, he releases the edited version of the game. Nobody knows who has the original code. Yeah. 
and then something happens to him. That's gone. Yep. It's just gone. It's to time. Uh, and I, I don't think anybody's really like you know clamoring for this game. Right. But. <laughs> it, it's a game that nobody knew existed, which yeah. has been popping up a lot lately. I yes. don't think I don't think anyone's gonna miss Quick the Thunder Rabbit. Right. I mean, it's, it's not something yeah. that anybody was asking for, but it is something that just happened to show up. Yeah. It's it's like if the, if this were to go away forever, it'd be like losing the knowledge of what Napoleon's favorite meal was. Mm. You know what was it? Who knows? Oh, I guess we <laughs> but, lost that too. Yeah. But imagine. This was something. Imagine it was like an unreleased square soft game. Yeah, who knows, right? And then, like, it's kind of fucked up. It is. So, not something that I was expecting to tumble into. Mm-hmm. Uh, a nice link back to our issue from last week. But then we ended up with an actual resolution to what happened last week. Come on, don't don't kick the man when he's down. We know he didn't find his stuff. Oh, yes, he did. What? Um, well, to be fair, the United States Postal Service found his stuff. Oh, shit, they heard us. They actually <laughs> did work. <laughs> wow. They did work. Well, wow. he, he kind of like... All right. So, long story short, the missing PAL games, the 100 PAL games that were missing, mm-hmm. were located and found. And this guy kind of gives like a, a half-hearted apology, but not apology to the USPS... Because he gave them a hard time, and <laughs> like it was enti- it was still entirely their fault, and due diligence was not being made. I've come to find out when um whenever I have an issue with the U.S. Postal Service that whenever you make a big fuss, they usually find your stuff. Well, it says what well, it is in his little uh, anecdote there to his adventures of trying to recover his uh, his games there. He was saying that every time he went into the USPS to have them help him out with this situation, his words, not mine, he says they were doing everything they can to get him out of the building as soon as possible. That seems accurate. Yeah. So literally what had happened was that because this story had so much press and buzz behind it, Mm -hmm. that's when people started to take action. They actually told him that. They're like, hey, you know, I know we noticed the story in the news, and we're gonna do everything we can to help you. Like only then <laughs> did they decide to help him out because I'm sure it was because the USPS was getting a lot of negative mm-hmm. buzz. It's not the ten thousand dollars that he no. potentially lost. Yeah, not not that. No, just the fact that you know they were getting negative press about it, and so they just, they decided to jump on it. <laughs> Go figure, huh? <laughs> I mean, he he outright like he outright almost accused them of theft because yeah. that's what it looked like. The shipping label had gotten ripped off of the package, and they sh- they sent them the empty ship, the empty box with just a shipping label. So, does uh, USPS have anything to say as to where the package was, where it was not? It was it was lost in Jersey, where the tracking stopped, and they found it in Georgia. Was um, it? I think it said. I didn't read that. I didn't read that where, where it was found. All I know is that. It was found because this guy did due diligence mm-hmm. with documenting his packing procedure. So he knew the exact look, the dimensions, and the way the way it was packaged all together. He had he had evidence supporting what it looked like, that it was his, like what size the box were. So he did like the fact that he did his due diligence and then this story got pressed is the reason why that package resurfaced. And that's awesome. That's awesome that he got that he got all this back, but still fuck the USPS. Abs- you know, I'm sorry. That's 
<laughs> the fact that it had to go out public like this for them to actually say like, oh shit, this is getting pretty bad. Let's 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 pick up shop and do something. Like about this was this. this was a loan too. This was the loan. Yeah, they were sending back a loan. So he said after this, he's gonna start. He's not gonna take packages this size. He's gonna take him smaller, smaller piecemeal, mm. and he's gonna refund his. He's gonna refund his donations that he received to try to recoup this loss. Okay. Uh, but he's still taking donations for because he wants to buy the rest of the games he doesn't have. I took a look at the screenshots on that on that page, and I was struggling to squint to see if I could see any Terranigma box art, <laughs> and I didn't see it. That would have been front and center. I think. It would have been kind of messed up too because I'm like, you know what? Terranigma is the kind of thing you ship by itself <laughs> with a person. <laughs> <laughs> Send somebody with the game. Yeah. Because that is like the holy grail of PAL video games. Mm-hmm. Te- is Terra Enigma. Decent game, too. I liked it. Yeah. One of, one of well, the few games that that was released only in PAL and not in the U.S. What was the it was prequel the, or sequel called? It was the third in, in the loosely connected Soul, Soul Blazer illusion of yes. Gaia series. Soul, yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty loosely connected. Very loosely connected. <laughs> in fact, I think the only connection to... to, to Soul Blazer is an illusion of Guy as the secret boss. Right. <laughs> Where you fight the first boss from Soul Blazer as the extra boss in Illusion of Guy, which I thought was which it I was thought cute. was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this 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 is this is great news. I'm glad he found that. Yeah. It's actually I, a big relief. I was not expecting a happy ending out of no. this either. I read that today and I was like, Holy I legit shit. I listen, <laughs> I uh like just like this guy, I straight up accused USPS of theft. And, you know, it turns out it wasn't. So I apologize for that. But this was this this is something that could have turned out drastically worse. And knowing what we know about government agencies and, you know, what's going on, what's going on with that. Like, this was nothing short of a miracle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, do your due diligence when you're shipping expensive packages. Ensure <laughs> <laughs> your shit. More life lessons here. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, you you know what? Between this uh, Thunder Rabbit story and this guy finding his cartridges and being able to continue his thing, why don't we talk a little bit more about what what this what this guy is actually trying to do? Uh, so we'll be back after the break. All right. So we have we have an issue here. Uh, this so this guy his name is. Uh, Bew? Bew, yeah. He's, he's, he's taking on this mission to make sure that the games that are preserved are the actual original versions of either, every game so that we don't have any issues like Quick the Thunder Rabbit uh, having weird corruptions and stuff. There's a lot of there's a lot of ROMs I know where like there's cheat code splash screens. Mm-hmm. The, the create uh, not the creator, the, the person the, doing the something to it. The dumper, yes. Uh, thank you. Um, have their name. On the ROM, yeah, yeah, a lot of nefarious, not even nefarious, but lots of. It's, it's small just kind like of like, that. like we said, it's like it's 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 like graffiti. Mm. Yes, yeah, digital graffiti. Yeah. Uh, so you you said before, as an artist, that the the preservation of these things are are important to mm-hmm. you, uh, just for the idea that we have what is essentially the the pure version of the work from the people who made it. Yes. Uh. And a lot of people would say, well, these are just video games. What does it matter? Right? Yeah. But 
I mean, let, let's be honest. We're doing a video game podcast. We care about that stuff. Clearly, we would care about, mm-hmm. you know, being able to say how 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 likely is it to say if if you wanted to go and get a copy of Bonk's Adventure, let bring out a random game for a system that was not very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bonk's Adventure on the Turbo Graphics sixteen. Box store unbox. Whatever. Yeah. You know, this isn't something that you can just walk out to a store and get. No. Uh, the only way you're getting this game is through a Nintendo Virtual Console. I believe they have TurboGrafx-16 stuff. Yes, they do. Through Nintendo's Virtual Console, or you're going to go on eBay and find the game. And pay sometimes obscene prices. Maybe not for Bonk, but... Maybe not for yeah. Bonk. <laughs> but, you know, like... Depends on the rarity. Right. If it's a, There are a lot of terrible games that are rare enough that people care. Remember the Flintstones game? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that game is very rare and extremely expensive and bad. Yeah. So So and if it's on the if it's on a game system that is not very widely used, mm-hmm. that's just gonna make it even more rare. Yeah. And these things are not easy to purchase, but somebody has to have them and if they don't have them, they're gone. Yeah. So and these guys are doing a noble fight of like, you know, Bringing this to the masses, un unedited as unedited as possible. Yeah. Uh, I on, to be honest, I hadn't heard of this guy. Um, this particular guy, B Y U U. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't heard about him in, until he lost these packages. And Same. Clearly, he's been doing this for a while. But this was something that we had kicked around uh, a little bit before we had a previous episode about emulation. Yeah. Uh, and we touched on it a little bit. But the preservation of these older games are important. Um, like you, you can't you can't play some of these NES games. Some of the NES are non-functional. Yeah. Though you, you have to find a, an actual working NES, and you have to find a working version of the cart. And if it's a battery save, yeah, uh, forget it. It's I was dead. just about, it's I was gone. Just about to it's say that, yeah. It's over thirty years old now. Yeah. At this point. And those last fifteen years minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these things are aging. Yeah. So, and and. and Time isn't on outside. Like the the more time that passes, the, the worse these are gonna get. Exactly. So if you wanna, well, we we already have some sort of like loosely preserved in the form of ROMs, mm-hmm. but you know, like like we were saying, these can be slightly edited. Have like little, maybe somebody, maybe the ROM like dumper put like a little Easter egg, like put their initials off in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so these things are may not be in their purest form. They were. They were ripped with the not with the intention of preservation. Yeah, maybe some of them were. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they certainly weren't distributed with that intention. No, yeah. no. And um, it was actually when I went to Japan, I, I started thinking about game preservation a lot because, like, honestly, emulation to me was just to play games I didn't have access to and I couldn't afford when I was a kid. Right. So going to Japan and seeing all these carts there, I was like, holy shit! Like, this is why. Not this is the sole reason why, but. Having somebody dump these cards for emulation purposes is very important yeah. for the future of these games because, as I said, time isn't on our side. And mm-hmm. as, as games go on now, like games are becoming services. Mm-hmm. You can't play World of Warcraft when you first played in 04. Like, right. You know, 04, no. right? They can't, you cannot. Even yeah. even even the uh, nostalgic server has a bunch of changes. Yeah. It's certainly not its original incarnation. Yeah. And Destiny Day 1 isn't Destiny that is now. 
No, there's too many things that changed within it. Yeah, so like... And you'll never be able to play Destiny never. Day 1 the, the, the only way you can do that is by, you know, watching videos on yeah. YouTube. There, there will come a point where you won't be able to play Destiny at all. It, 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 there you go. So it's very important for this yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, but with a game like Destiny now, you... Do you really want to go back now? There's not every game. Right, that, that's 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 the nature of the game. But yeah. what we're saying is that that is something that original incarnation of it is something that's just lost the time. Mm-hmm. Something that's lost the time. Now we, some of the older, some of us older gamers, you know, grew up playing the game. The game was in the cartridge. Yep, and that was nearly like nigh unchangeable, nigh incorruptible. I mean, there were maybe there were certain things you can do if you were really really tech savvy mm-hmm. back then, but. For the most part, we played them all in their purest incarnation. Yes. Which was the data that was shipped out with the what was on that cart. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, you have stuff like virtual consoles. You've got like online stores. You got ROMs and ROM hacks. Mm-hmm. So you, you can you can pretty much just play these games in a variety of different ways. But that original like out of the box cartridge pure form is mm-hmm. just something that just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. So like that that that's kind of what this guy is aiming to preserve, even if it is kind of digital. Mm-hmm. It's meant to it's meant to store that original design. Yes, keep it keep it pristine and flawless. Because mm-hmm. as these things get as these things go on and on and on, some of these things might get changed or shuffled, and you know as as distribution goes on. So sometimes that that might become the new normally distributed one because yeah. I don't know if anybody download used to download MP3s before Napster. Yeah, I used yeah. to do that. There were only like a few MP3s going around. It's pretty hard to find. Yeah. yeah, right. So like the like the more the widely distributed ones were like getting spread around, and that became like if there was an error on this, it would be an error on every single one. Yeah, it's right. like taking a photocopy of a photocopy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. You know, like obviously, digital copies are going to hold up a lot better than photocopies. Right. Yeah. But still, um, you know, once something if if you send out a if you send out a flawed distribution, and people start distributing that, that's going to stay flawed. It's not going to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the original could be mm-hmm. going in the wind now. So yeah. So now this this video game preservation thing will create a source where you can have a wellspring of pure material. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something I think is going to be very good for, for, for preserving these things. You know, we're going to appreciate this more further down the line. Yes. You know, when these things become completely unavailable. And, we and kind of look at this and be like shrug our shoulders and go, eh, whatever right mm-hmm. now. The Super Nintendo games, it's just 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. 20-something years. Yeah, not these, that old. Yeah, these things are still functional. People still play Super Nintendo games off the cartridge. Yes. and But there's all, there are also physical media. Yeah. There's degradation there. Mm-hmm. Like the... What happened if, like, 100 years from now, like, far from future, like, somebody wants to play a Super Nintendo game and all these games are just, like, you got, like, uh, not, not even Super Nintendo. Uh, just decayed. Just, yeah, decayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got disc rot. You got all these kind of things where you probably can't even play the physical media anymore and you mm-hmm. have to rely on, on digital means. Yeah. I feel like all of this matters more for the older games, though. Like, you, the whole Destiny point, like, how many games came out that we all hated the original version until mm-hmm. they fixed it. Okay, this is actually playable now. But you see, but while that's true, it's not necessarily the point. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that the the good version of the game should be what's saved. The The idea is... All right. Uh, so I'll, I'll go back to Final Fantasy VI. 
Yeah. Final Fantasy VI on its U.S. release as Final Fantasy III in America had a few very significant bugs. Uh, one of them potentially game-breaking, where if you sketched an enemy when it was invisible, the game would glitch out. And if you didn't do it correctly, you could be at risk of losing your saves, wiping your cart, even corrupting the game mm-hmm. so that it's unplayable. Uh, Square found this. And they did the very rare cartridge patch, which was recalled all unsold on the, of this item and replaced them with 1.1 of the game. I didn't actually know about that. Yes. Huh. Where, the, where the sketch glitch is fixed mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And a couple of random fixes. And it's, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. not that big of a deal. They fixed a glitch that was potentially game-breaking. Good on them. That's what they should do. If you were to find this game on the Nintendo Virtual Console, which you can't, yeah. to my knowledge, uh, which version do you think Nintendo would be putting up? The glitched the fix- version or the fixed version? The fixed version. So Nintendo is going to say, and as they should, because it is the version that they should promote, yeah. they're going to toss the glitched version by the wayside. Mm-hmm. This is the version that most people use to speedrun. The glitched version, yeah. not the not the fixed version. So if you don't have both versions of the game... Mm-hmm. Half of what's available in Final Fantasy VI is gone. Yeah. If you don't preserve the original version of the game, it's gone. No, I mean, I, I definitely understand the reason for that. I just feel like it doesn't... For, for me, I guess, for my personal mm-hmm. opinion, for me, how I look at it, because I haven't played as many old games as you guys mm-hmm. or most people that's been playing video games. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand. Like I would like to play the, I would like to play the original just to play it, but... For me, I would rather have the better version. Okay. For certain, for certain things. Did you play Red and Blue when it first came out? Yes. Remember the missing goal? Yes. Like, imagine that came out today and they patched it out. That whole mythos would be gone. Everything. Like, I talk to people that don't even play Pokemon anymore. Or don't even know anything about Pokemon anymore except the, the original 150. And they still remember that missing goal cheat. Mm-hmm. Going to Cinnabar Island, going up and down. And... You kind of have like a, a... So it's more of a nostalgia type of thing. Though. I mean, yeah. Okay. Like these... Okay, when things get patched, it's essentially removing stuff from from a game. You're removing some features. Even if those features are game-breaking and potentially just corrupt, corrupting mm-hmm. everything you own. <laughs> the uh, these things, These are things that happen. These are things that spawn stories, anecdotes, legends, myths, you know, like like Missigno. Um, so sometimes, you know, your uh, your game pro will promote something that is actually not true. Akuma! <laughs> 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 you know, the original the original version of the games will prove the some of these rumors that were are completely false. Yeah. So you'll have you'll have proof. You'll you'll have, you'll have like You'll have proof that these things that happened or didn't happen, so that these, so that you know you have this knowledge. It's like not like knowledge. Knowledge must be preserved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's video games, so in the grand scheme of things, not really that important. But you know, if you're having if you're having a discussion in a bar with some friends, and you know, you you're saying, oh yeah, Shang Long was totally a character in Street Fighter. Like, no, no, he wasn't. Like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> You could actually you could actually prove it. You won't be able to prove it there. Yeah. But it'll be available with this stuff. And it's important to get this stuff done now. Mm-hmm. While these while these things are still 
available. Available, intact, functional. You know, do this now so that we won't regret not having done it mm-hmm. in the future where these things aren't really available. And, and some of these things are more broken. Who knows? Maybe another shipment might get lost. That might happen. So now the question I have now: Do you preserve everything? Yes, yeah, everything you can get your hands on. Preserved. Anything you can get your hands on. I don't. I don't really know how you do that with services like Destiny and World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. uh, like Final Fantasy fourteen. Some or, things you just can't. Yeah. So, some things you'll just you know. It'll just be as it is at the final version. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still feel. I, I feel most games should be preserved. Mm-hmm. I don't think all of them should be. <laughs> Some of them certainly don't deserve. <laughs> yeah, no, but... yeah. All right. So let let's say you let's say you have a son. You know, you I don't you have go... a son by the way. I'm just <laughs> All right. All right. But you know, you, you go you get married, you have a son. Son's like 4 years old, goes off to kindergarten, comes back has a nice piece of art for you. Goes to Japan and learns how to be a samurai. No, that's oh, not what happens. We're not going to do it. The as... the piece of art is hideous because he's four years old. He doesn't know how to do anything art artistic. Mm-hmm. You're gonna look at it and you're gonna say, "This is great. My son did this. Unless I appreciate it." And what are you gonna do with that? Are you gonna throw it away because it's bad, or are you gonna keep it? No, I'm, no. Like I said, I understand that's the sent- <laughs> it's a sentimental value. But I mean, it's not necessarily a sentiment. What you do, what you're doing is you're keeping it. You're keeping the history. Yeah, it's a it's a snapshot of the moment. That the of the, of the child, mm-hmm. you know, that the, this is something that the child did in that moment. Yeah. And say he grows up to be a famous artist. Yeah, you could just someone someone would like... be like thrilled to see something like that. Mm-hmm. Like like if this guy grows up to be the next Picasso, like here he is, age four, drawing terrible stick figures, <laughs> <laughs> like a or like a swirling finger, and people are gonna look at it. And they're gonna and they're gonna start talking about yeah. it. They're gonna start comparing it to his current artwork. They're like, look what he was doing at four years old. He was a genius. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's clearly just an ordinary four year old drawing shitty pictures. <laughs> there's a there was, I think there's been a couple of artists that they found their pictures that they drew when they were little kids mm-hmm. when they were you know a little bit more famous. It yeah. is fascinating. And then redrew them in their current style. There's and... there's been a few there's been a few things I've seen on Reddit yeah. where some some very talented artists have like chronicles of their artwork dating back to early childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can actually see the progression of their art style evolving as they got older and yeah. older they got more practiced and more practiced you can you can see how like in each year yeah. how these things improve I, I, i've seen the same yeah, thing it's like, it's, I, it's fascinating to look at i, I draw as well in uh, in my freshman year of college i had a art class a, uh, a technical drawing class and for some reason i lost my sketchbook and i was heartbroken over it because i wanted to see how i progressed throughout that semester till now so it's it's something about keeping and looking back on the history of like where where we came from. So now I'm gonna connect this back to Final Fantasy VI. Mm-hmm. So with each new, like there have been several versions of Final Fantasy VI that come out. We should we can and we can preserve each and every single one. So now we can because we've actually talked about this kind of thing before, mm-hmm. where we've had several different talked about the differences in versions between Final, Fa- Final Fantasy VI in particular. Remember, um, mm-hmm. I hit you guys up on a chat one time. Uh, I was trying to decide which version of Final Fantasy VI I should right. play. The the um, I've got the the Ted Woolley Ted the the Woolsey Super Nintendo translation that the, or the original um, Famicom cart the Super Famicom cart mm-hmm. or the Game Boy Advance version. And Dre had to answer for each one. Why? 
the pros and cons of why each one is you know important to play or you know mm -hmm. vice versa. Right. So if if these games are preserved, you can literally play any version of this game you want. Mm -hmm. And if you're a big fan of this game, big like an enthusiast, say you only say you say you're in like thirty years in the future, your doctorate is in. Final Fantasy VI versions. <laughs> oh yeah, I would major in that. <laughs> Who knows? I but you'd be able you'd be able to access that information mm -hmm. if it's preserved. Yeah, I, I mean I don't know how important that will be, <laughs> but it's it, but, I, I mean it's it's good it's, 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 it's part of our culture. Yes, it's a cultural preserve. Like regardless of how important it is to the annals of history, you know this is this is art. This is this is the kind of thing that people live for. It's entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's what makes life worth living. And you get to see like the, the stages of something like that, and talk about the differences in detail. Mm -hmm. But only if it's preserved. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't. And you know what? Video games have been around for a little, about fifty-ish years. Yeah. We're getting around to like fifty years. We're gonna see like actual museums at some point start featuring. And I'm not talking about a new video game museum is popping up. I'm talking about at one point in time, you can go to MoMA, mm -hmm. the Museum of Modern Art, which is a terrible museum in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> and you might see an actual video game, maybe like showing its attract mode. Mm -hmm. Screening of Samurai Cop. Or maybe you'll, you know, you can go to the, the Metropolitan Museum or some or Guggenheim. At some point, these things are going to end up in real legitimate like accredited museums mm -hmm. as historical reference yeah and if you can't preserve them how are they going to end up there but they understood how to preserve art right. to ha to hang it up there well, so what they'll do is like okay as time goes by these carts are going to de like deteriorate right? yes. so what might happen is that you might have Let's let's take this pal thing. Let's go back to Terra again. Mm -hmm. You might have like the, the most rare the, the museum, the most rare European video game uh, in the future. It's all broken down and deteriorated, but you know, thanks maybe thanks to abuse efforts, the ROM was the ROM was removed, so you can have like something like a screen with like a, like an attract mode playing above it, mm -hmm. where the ROM where the ROM is still fully functional. So you can see the actual cart and then a display of what it what it would appear to be if it were still working. So that's the kind of thing that this preservation can contribute to society as as far as our culture goes. Yeah. You know, like in a video game museum. You know, that even even the digital preservation is mm -hmm. important because you know, you're not gonna protect those physical copies for very long because and, of degradation. And not only that, they also have um SNES reproduction carts. So they take the ROM like hopefully like a, a Untouched ROM and put it in like a cart. A cart. Yeah. Of, like you know, the funny thing, thing with that, but um, when GameStop started taking back retro games, mm -hmm. they would take back even like broken carts. I'm pretty sure for the same reason. Say, yeah. okay, well, the, the casing for this is good. Let's take this this game out of the ROM out of that one. Put yeah. inside this one to preserve it mm -hmm. to fix it. Let's make sure it's working properly, clean yeah. it up, whatever. Blah blah. So. Same I actually thought that was very forward thinking of them when I uh, I, when want, I first read that. I wanted news. to know why why it took them so long to do that. Probably because it's not very good for profit, and GameStop is a for profit. I mean, you know mm -hmm. what? It's put it like this: stores store wise, like you can actually walk into. It's one of the only big name games was really left, honestly. So why not? Mm -hmm. 
There's a few. There are a few like hold up mom and pop shops. Yeah, but like GameStop is like the, your known game store. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like you know, I I feel like they should have been have done that a while back. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they certainly did it a while back when they could get money out of them. But you know, at some point, it's hard to justify asking somebody to give up their Nintendo game to GameStop for pennies. A couple of pennies. I mean, people that know what they have, they're not going to do it, of course. I think if you have that, though, unless you're a mom that just don't want to keep her kids' stuff in her basement or attic anymore, most people that's keeping that stuff have it for a reason. I I would assume. It's a connection to it. Yeah. Like, I still have all my... I'm never going to... I'm likely never going to touch my Super Nintendo games. They're never going to be played in their Mm -hmm. cartridge form again. But I am loath to give them up. Yeah. Because I have attachment to every single one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like a physical connection. Yeah. You remember when you got them? Uh-huh. All that stuff. Yeah. I remember when you lost my Uniracers data. <laughs> you almost never stopped bringing that up. I don't remember when he fixed it. There you go. That's what I was waiting for. I wasn't going to say it because I'm like, if he's going to bring me down, he's going to bring me right back up. Because I worked to fix that. Hard game. Fix it, I did. <laughs> I preserved his data. <laughs> well, no, you didn't preserve my data, but you, you, you at least got me back the tracks and stuff. Well, I couldn't not do that. There's no way. because it's, it's not my fault to do put the cartridge in backwards, backwards, all right? I didn't even know that would happen. Me neither. How do you put a cartridge in backwards? That's a good question. Another question. Are we going to put this person on blast on the air? No. No, there's no reason for no, that. No, I would have done it. I'm just saying. <laughs> no. Nah. But, no you know, there, there's... There, personal things like your data uh that that stuff is lost to time too after a certain amount of time it's it's gone you can never get that back yeah you know what i actually have a game for you that i recently when we was being retarded to pokemon <laughs> i don't play it anymore i put it in my 3ds every now and then look at it like huh i wasted my life doing like 600 hours <laughs> turn it off put it back in the drawer yeah. yeah but you but you still remember it right oh uh, I, I don't think i'd ever forget <laughs> what happened if you to just lose that data <laughs> i would never play pokemon ever again like, <laughs> so, so it's still important to you like i said i i understand i just i just still feel like everything shouldn't have it should everything shouldn't have that acknowledgement well look if it was a product that was made mm-hmm. And it had some sort of artistic merit because people worked on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that we should make effort to preserve it. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing. There obviously are bad games. Custer's Revenge exists. Some of these games are terrible. But here's the thing: you you should pre- you should preserve Custer's Revenge as an example of what that's not exactly, to do. That's yeah, exactly like it. just how bad these things could have been. Yes. Yeah, the, some, the, ET is. We almost lost ET. We almost lost ET. And to, to think about how many copies of ET existed, <laughs> that we would almost lose it. And um, we did lose ET. You went back home. <laughs> 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 All right, for the next episode, you are no longer allowed to sit next to Joe. <laughs> Clearly, the, the, this uh, is not good for you. That was good. <laughs> No, but like dealing with to, it from all sides now. This is terrible. To, to Dre's point, like, I like I like how he like he beckoned to me. He's like he's like, hold on, Joe. I got this, I got this I got one. This. <laughs> but to um to Dre's point, we should probably reserve the bad games more because good games will be reserved. Uh, will be preserved and always remembered. Yeah, yeah. like 
Nobody's gonna remember Custer's Revenge or Crazy Bus. <laughs> oh, Crazy Bus! <laughs> well, I will never forget Crazy Bus as anything for the theme song. <laughs> yeah, think right, up th- right up there with Titus's laugh and yeah, think, Samurai think Cop's acting. Things like Super Mario will. Yeah, a by that's, that's a given. Like, yeah. but you know what? Even preserve when you when we were just talking about the watching the progression of the art. The, seeing each Super Mario Brothers next to each other is, is pretty important. Yeah. Especially since they're such landmark games in, in design. Mm-hmm. That so many simple ideas came from... You, do you know that Mario was the first time in any game that you jumped on a monster to kill it? Do you yep. know that? Yes, I knew that. It was the first first time. I, I believe that. In fact, <laughs> in fact, if you played the original Mario Brothers, the little arcade version of it where the monsters are running back and forth on the screen and mm-hmm. you hit them from below and kick them uh the common enemy in the game was the turtle you couldn't jump on it yeah you play mario brothers one and you jump on the turtle you can defeat it you go back and play original mario Brothers. you can't do it so that version of the game is essentially going to be lost unless you're preserving it mm-hmm. because when nintendo re-releases it they always replace the turtles with spinies yeah because you can't jump on spinies <laughs> It just something to think about, right? They, it, it might be they small. understood. They yeah. understood what they did. Yeah. Because in the original game, nobody thought of it because there was no precedent. Now they make Super Mario Brothers. There's a precedent, mm. and all the Mario Brothers versions of the game since then said, "Well, if we put turtle enemies in there, everybody's gonna try to jump on it because that's how you beat turtle enemies." Mm-hmm. So I like changed that. it. That's I like. I like. Interesting, that. but we lost it. Yeah. Well, it's not lost. It's still around. We it's preserved, but I like that because there's been I forgot. I think it was Mortal Kombat. I was looking through like the graphics of all the Mortal Kombat from when it was like Mortal Kombat one to mm-hmm. X. Now I'm like, yo, we made a big ass jump with yeah. these fucking games. It's nice seeing those things. You you think about it for you look at it and be like, oh shit, that's really cool. Like for that second, but it's nice to go back to that history. Yeah, like. From Sub Zero and Scorpion being like palette swaps to then like being like two totally different characters now, mm-hmm. like so I I, guess I understand yeah. I definitely understand the progression and to show people that don't know about it. Mm. Yeah. You ever played Star Fox? Of course. You play what was the next Star Fox you played after the first one for the Super Nintendo? No, my first Star Fox was actually for N sixty four. Oh yeah, yeah. But that was a lot of people's second Star Fox. You know, there's a Star Fox two. Really? Yeah. The, almost lost not, to us not really but I, yeah yeah it never came out but much like quick <laughs> the thundering whatever yeah. rabbit yeah Money. that thing <laughs> alright well that was something that you know I, I've wanted to explore for a little while but we never really got the, the chance to win and lo and behold <laughs> like three news topics about two it. weeks worth of, of news topics so we actually got to knock it off the list so to speak. Uh, so, you know what? Let's close it out. Yep. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and <laughs> iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Reddit. You can subscribe to that. Maglomaniac.com, evilavatar.com. What are we going to do uh, next week since uh, we all know what's happening? Preserve this episode. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, we record on Thursdays. And uh, next Thursday is the 2nd. Mm-hmm. 
the eve. So there's going to be some jittery <laughs> some jittery individuals who are waiting. Nail biters. Yep. For a switch. And there will be Theo who will be waffling. Yeah. 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 Mm. It's a gift, so <laughs> <laughs> a gift that you pre-ordered for yourself. Yeah, my fiance paid for. <laughs> you're, just, you're such a mess. <laughs> How do you do that? Uh, it's my birthday. That's right. It is your right. It is your birthday, isn't it? Yep. And you're not going to Vegas this time? Not this time. Mm-hmm. All right, good. So. Not that I know of, to be honest with you. <laughs> Maybe you should go to Japan to get your martial arts training. <laughs> hmm. Forty-two oh five cast off. I'm done with this. It's terrible. Absolutely garbage. Why are you going under the fence? No, just stop. Let's cast off. That means cut it off. Because I'm an undercover cop. Bingo. Oh my god. They call him samurai. He speaks fluent Japanese. Are you Fuji Fujiyama? What does katana mean? It means Japanese sword.